The Comedy Zone Podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis. Welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast. Coming at you live on Friday. Uh, What's today's date? I've had to look three times already today. 27th, July 27th, 2018. Yeah, July 27th. We got me and Brian holding down the fort. Sammy uh, will be here. Yep. Uh, and then she won't be here. Correct. Uh, you take it from there. <laughs> You'll figure, you know how this works by now. Sometimes we're in and out. Sometimes we're here and sometimes we're not here. Sometimes we record things out of order, which we're doing today. Yeah. It's all jacked up. Ah, well. So how was your week, man? Anything interesting? Going uh, on? You know, the week's been busy. Um, we, we we have a new kitten. Do you? So that's kind of exciting. What's the name? Yeah. Um, she's three months old. Mm-hmm. And so she... That's a strange she, name. She has not stopped moving. I'm explaining how we got her. Oh, okay. So she literally has not stopped moving since we brought her home last Friday from the Humane Society of Charlotte. Uh, so we named her Busy. Uh. Yeah. B-U-S-Y? She, B-U-S-Y, yeah. Just okay. because she, she has not... She literally has not stopped moving. Since we both, so I she's like very, that. she got a lot of stuff to do. I like busy. Yeah, yeah so we call her busy. So busy Baltashevitz. Sure. I don't yeah. like that as much. Yeah, no, we'll just keep it because she's a cat. She's not going to answer no matter what you call her. <laughs> well, you got to put so. on a census or something, don't you? <laughs> no, don't no they don't. So. They don't make you answer for cats. Is there a cat census? Oh, maybe not. Well, uh, it's been a busy week for me. A uh, lot going on. I have an NBC stand-up audition. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, right? That's tomorrow at one thirty p.m. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a lot of people here. What well, is a morning audition? Apparently, right? So there are several rounds before that. Yeah. So they say people going to be camped out tonight to get in line for the morning audition, uh, like American Idol style or something, or like a Star Wars premiere. I feel like we know most of the Charlotte area comics. Yeah. Right. But these folks are coming from other states. Oh, okay. This is okay. there's so only there's a, apparently there's only four of these in the country. Oh, so this is a regional. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So for this region, so all surrounding okay. whatever is gonna be there tomorrow. And then if you pass that stage, and that's only like a minute, minute and a half you get. Oh. And if you right, if you advance past that, you get to a callback stage. Um and with the callback stage, uh that's for a trip on well not a trip, but that's to perform on Sunday. Mm-hmm. For a packed house, they're going to bring in an audience at that point. So if you're part of the first group, you have to get to the second stage. And then after the second stage, you perform again on Sunday. Uh, me, I'm going in at the callback level. So they're not making me do that first part. Right. So you clipped out of the first part. Yeah, I clipped. I had VIP. <laughs> I walked past the line on the first part. So I like when you're at the club. The guy and you the, Right. And you yeah. wait and you see the dude go by and he got two chicks with him. And you're like, oh, Rocco, come on in. And then you're like, oh, what? I, I mean, why are we out here? It's like, well, Rocco's VIP. Well, this is. They got the VIP callbacks, right? So that's the best way I can describe it. Uh, but that how is how that is. And then uh, if I'm successful with that, I would perform Sunday. So I get, I think, two minutes to perform Saturday. 
and then it would be a five to seven minutes on Sunday. So do you know already what you're going to do in your two minutes? No. Yeah. I got no clue. Yeah, it's way too soon. It's like the rest of our shows. I don't know. What I don't know. Well, well, I'll tell you, for me, um, I thought about, you know, preparing sort of day and night and all week like I did for the bar exam or something. But then after I talked to a couple of comics that had been on, yeah. whether it's Last Comic Standing or these other America's Got Talent, stuff like that, um, you know, they all sort of said that uh, there's a such thing as over-preparing. Mm. And you don't want to prepare, prepare, prepare so much that you're up there trying to remember something or jam stuff in or move quicker or do anything differently than you normally would do it. Because, in essence, you've been preparing for this for a long time. So, you know, and all the while you've been honing, you're supposed to be getting your TV stuff ready this entire time. So I arrive at this point, you know, with the experience and the preparation in tow. And I just got to go up there and be myself yeah. and give them a sense of what I can offer. And it is, uh, it's got to be TV friendly. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. TV friendly. Yeah. So, which is fine. A lot of my stuff is. Yeah. So it's just about, you know, picking out uh, the right chunk that really gives them a sense of, of who I am and something that I think will sort of come across over television. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, good luck, obviously. Yeah. I'm going to try to make it out on Sunday night. Okay. Let's see if I, if I can come out of the show. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I will try to make it out. I will, try to, I will try to make it to Sunday night myself. I will save you a seat yeah. in case, but <laughs> I have no doubts that you will find yourself on stage. Uh, well, you know, it's um, it's just one of, those, one of those things, man. It's part of the process. And I'm like, yeah. even if I don't move forward or whatever else, it's still experience and it's still you know, an opportunity to get that skill, to, yeah. you know, cultivated. And, and you're still getting seen by people. Yeah. From not only, you know, I don't mean the general audience, but I mean people, you know, in a position to recognize talent when they see it. Right. So even if I don't get this, they may know a person yeah. or keep my name in their head and they think I'm good for something else. You yeah. I mean, how many people on, you know, American Idol didn't win the competition, but went on to have even a, a, a moment yeah, in, you know, a momentary career. Even. Hell, a lot of them had better careers than the ones that won. That's what I'm saying. Jennifer Hudson, yeah, right? You know. She's won an uh, I, I, I want to say an Academy Award. Academy Award, yeah. supporting actress for um, Dream Girls. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Then she was like American Idol runner-up or something like that. You know who won it that year? Was it the gray-haired guy? I don't know. I don't know. Either. I thought oh, you were going to say you no. You were asking me. I thought you were going to say <laughs> no, and then I was going to go me neither, and that <laughs> emphasizes yeah. the point that it, yeah. The yeah, winners yeah. don't matter. It's, yeah. You know, impact isn't dependent on that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to do great. I have, no, I have no doubts. Well, I, I appreciate it, man. Um, everybody's, uh, you know, pushing for me. And I, but, you know, and people are saying very nice things. Uh, some people say, you got this. You got this. And I put on Twitter, uh, yeah. you should be able to sue people that say things like you got this and you don't get it. I agree. Breach of contract. Breach of Right. <laughs> you, you said I was going to get it. I didn't get it. Now, what what, what was the problem? Yeah, because I, you because you said I had it. This is let me tell you something. This is just like the bar exam. Okay, <laughs> I passed in two states, failed in one. I was uh, doing the bar exam, and the night before, my aunt says, "Uh, baby, I heard you take it. I heard you taking that bar exam, and I just want you to come over to the house." And she's like a minister too. 
So I want you to come over to my house and I, I want to pray with you uh, for your bar exam. And I said, you know what? That's really sweet. And I appreciate that. And yeah, I'll come over. So I come over there. Me and my lady at the time come over there. She says, all right, now everybody get together and hold hands. So, okay, we hold hands. Close your eyes. We close our eyes. And then she's like, uh, Lord, I come to you today with something that I already know. But I just want you to bless it. Father, I have my nephew here. And he's got a big test coming up tomorrow. He's got his lawyer test. God. And I wanted to say, it's bar exam. Just. But right. Don't I, confuse him. I don't don't get. Don't say lawyer test. <laughs> no, but she said he got his lawyer lawyer test tomorrow, and uh, you know I already know that it's in the bag. It's already done. You got this. I just need the, you to let him know that he's got this. Okay. Picture it, Lord, like groceries. He's already paid for them. They're in the bag. Tomorrow is just the receipt, Father. It's just the receipt coming out. The purchase has been made. The debt has been paid. So, Father, tomorrow, please reveal to him what has already been done. Baby, you got this. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. And she let my hand go. And I said, well, <laughs> I don't even need to study no more. Because this woman has convinced me that I got this. I failed that test by 13 <laughs> points. Okay. And for those of you that don't, okay, well, 13 doesn't sound so bad. Uh, failing by 13 points is like if you took an exam and after you've submitted it, they pulled all your answers off the sheet and put them in a hat and shook them around and shook them around and then just put them back under random <laughs> questions. You still would have done better than 13 points. Mm. Off. No good. Yeah. So then uh, she said, and then I uh, got the news. I didn't come out the house for maybe a month. (laughs) And then I'm about, and I see her. I saw my aunt, and she just is standing there with her arms out. Just come here, baby. Come here. She's like, you ain't even got to tell me. Come here. (laughs) William Jacobs Esquire. Come here, boy. Yeah, yeah. I said, uh, uh, you know how you said uh, that Jesus uh, said, I got this, and Jesus told you that I'd already passed? And she said, yeah. I said, well, he didn't tell the Delaware Board of Bar Examiners because they seem to think I failed. Oh, no. Uh, How did she respond to that? She said, well, I know you're going to get him again next time. And then she was out. She was out. She, that was it. That was it. She's like, oh, well, that was it. I got, I got nothing. That, she had nothing for me. Oh. So shouts out to everybody wishing me well, all the prayers and everything else. They are received. They are appreciated. And uh, I got this. I got this. So I'm not worried about this weekend at all. And then Friday night I'm performing. Tonight I'm performing at a family reunion. At your own family reunion? or No, somebody else. Oh, okay. They yeah, yeah. booked me to pay it put to uh perform at their family reunion so if anybody listening if you're on twitter if you have any good potato salad jokes uh (laughs) shoot them my way because i'm trying to think of family reunion specific material and uh i got a little more i want 
So, uh, yeah, any pot- yeah. that and don't send me any jokes that involve all white people put raisins in everything. I've heard them all. That is not what I'm going to do tonight. So potato salad jokes, and I'll take it from there. Yeah. I got. I have an invitation. So my wife and I are going back to Michigan in early September. Okay. For my in-laws, uh, a significant milestone birthday and anniversary. So 50th wedding anniversary, 70th birthdays. Mm-hmm. So we're having a big, huge like family party and everything. And my sister-in-law, who's organizing the thing, said... And Brian can do stand up at the. Ooh. Oh, no, Ooh. he cannot. No. no, no, that is not going to happen. That, well, why not? No, it's, I'm not even, no, no. No chance? Not, there's. A tight five? <laughs> tight five. Tight five? No, no, that's, that would, how uncomfortable would that be? Oh, it'd be horrible. Right. It's one thing to like, you know, to have your family in the audience. Yeah. And it's another thing to, didn't know and then you got to hang around and mingle with everyone like what if you tank right and then you got to hang around and talk to everyone and explain your jokes <laughs> and why they didn't get, uh, no 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 no, <laughs> no. <laughs> i kind of wish you would do it <laughs> no, now it's not gonna happen. yeah that would be funny it is not and what do you because <laughs> you know what the other thing is your family never thinks you're like in that setting like right. you can make them laugh all day long, yeah. but get on a stage in front of them, and they're yeah, like, "Oh yeah, that was fine." Crickets. Yeah, yeah. It's no, just it's one not. of those things. You don't want to be doing that. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Tight two. <laughs> no. All right, that's fine. Cool. <laughs> no. All right. Well, we got a special interview coming up, ladies and gentlemen. We have the one and only Asif Madvi coming up next. You know him from the Daily Show and Broadway and everywhere else. See him when we get back. Will Jacobs. Yeah. I got to let you know about the Queen City Podcast Network. All right. It's a collection of five Charlotte-based podcasts, all about stuff going on in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. But there's five podcasts. There's uh, the Charlotte Podcast. I'm going to tell you more about that one in a minute. It's news and current events. Mm-hmm. Cool stuff going around Charlotte. Uh, stuff we like, stuff we don't like. Uh, Cheers Charlotte Radio, mm-hmm. which is all about the local beer scene. Yeah. As you know, uh, the people of Charlotte will not rest until there's a brew pub on every corner in Charlotte. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, Cheer Charlotte Radio covers the exploding uh, brewery scene in Charlotte. Uh, the Yelp Charlotte podcast, my uh, good friend Nikki Wolf, uh, talks about uh, local restaurants, has cool movers and shakers on the show. We had Steve Smith on the Yelp Charlotte podcast. Dang! Oh, I know, right? Good uh, good get time. for Nikki. So the, the uh, Yelp Charlotte podcast, part of the Queen City Podcast Network. Uh, Creative Loafing's Local Vibes, all about local music, uh, local performers in studio performing their own music live in studio. That show's pretty cool. And then something you might be familiar with called the Comedy Zone Podcast. You yeah! Boo, boo, boo! Yeah! You may have heard of it. Yeah. So um, all five of those podcasts, Under One Umbrella, we're actually adding two new podcasts in August. I'll tell you all about those as we add those. You can find out more information, again, at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. But I need to let you know, about uh, the Charlotte podcast, as I mentioned, hosts John and Miller believe lots of interest, interesting, that is, things happen around the Charlotte area. They're good things everyone's proud of, but they can also be a little disappointing or maybe missed opportunities. They want to understand all those things and offer a little positive note at the end of every show. So check out the uh, Charlotte podcast, part of the Queen City Podcast Network. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. 
Genetic fetus of the East from Prism from the Church of the Operating Room with the strikes of force. Welcome back. Comedy Zone Podcast. Brian just raped my earlobes just now. That was. Yes. Hashtag me too. My poor ears. God. So we have a very special guest in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Asif Madvi from The Daily Show. You get a car. You get a car. (laughs) How are you? Very exciting. I'm well, man. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah. Are you good? (laughs) 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 Listen, it's Friday, so we know all of our comedians go through the ringer of like the media circus. Media circus in the morning at 7 a.m. I woke up at the crack of dawn. Are you a morning person? Not really. No. Yeah. Neither am I. And so I don't feel like many comedians are because. You perform at night, right? Well, you know, I'm and and also just my what is it circadian rhythm mm-hmm. doesn't really work for the morning. It's just like not so I. It's too early I, for a word yeah, of the day calendar. Yeah, I get for up the at like nine usually, so okay. that's kind of my yeah. So you schedule. were up early. So I was early. up early today, earlier than I. So like normally to be. you're up at nine, but when do you start functioning? <laughs> Um, well, you know what? Here's I don't know if you want to talk. I've been doing this thing lately called intermittent fasting. Do you know about this? I've heard, Have you I've heard, heard about this? this? No, yes. I haven't. Teach me. I, and Teach I me. I feel actually. Here's the thing. I feel great. I feel really good. So I've been getting up. I've been only. You only eat between where I currently only eat between the hours of one and nine p.m. Mm-hmm. So you eat in an eight-hour period in the middle of the day. How much do you eat? You can eat whatever you want. Sign you can eat up. for all eight hours. I'm about yeah. to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not all eight. I mean, okay. you don't want to <laughs> eat 7,000 calories, but basically the idea is you eat normally between the hours of one and nine, and right. then you you don't eat for the rest of the time. What's And and, you're, and it's really, just read about it. It's amazing. It's mm-hmm. really What's, what's for, the purpose of it? For energy? It's for... Or to reset your body. It's it's for health. It's for energy. It's for weight loss. It's for everything. But it's you so can you have can coffee. You can have coffee. It. Yeah, I think I could do you. that, and and it's it's amazing. I feel amazing. So normally I would say I'm actually at not a, but I've been doing this thing, and now I eat mm. at one o'clock, and so I'm always like looking forward to like one o'clock right. when I get to eat. Nice. And but I feel great. I feel really good. Mm. Except you know, um, this morning was rough for other reasons. <laughs> oh. Uh. Uh. <laughs> so I don't know. Let me. Have you ever had uh, an awkward interview Have experience? I ever had an awkward <laughs> interview experience? Yes. I had one this morning, actually. Um, Just it's crazy. Me, like, I, I, it, things are... Think, you know how what? did it get there? Well, it started with the interviewer crying. Um, tears of joy tears, to see you. I was hoping that's what it would be. And then it turned out that it was actually tears for poor white people who are being... Who are the subject of hatred and racism, and you know, um, white people are going to be annihilated? Was this a political talk show no, that you were? No, not necessarily. It just it just sort of went there. So anyway, we we ended up having a conversation about Roseanne and Bill Cosby. Uh. So you can just imagine how that went. Um, but there is, but wow. our, but you know what? It bring there's a crazy time in our country right now. We we see it all that the time, and 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 I I live in New York, and I think I'm in a bubble of like progressivism, and then you know you sort of and then you have an interview like there. that, and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> hey. <laughs> 
And she cried. Yeah, she I would have cried. I know. I thought. I'm like, what about Did you it? cry what at the end? Were you like, why did I go what, through this? What's the person who was interviewing? It is the first time that I've been in an interview situation where the person interviewing me has started crying before anything was even said. Just crying for the sadness of white people. Like it was. <laughs> well, to oh be fair, God. this is a very uh. difficult time. It is right as a now, white person for my people. You can, you can, yeah, <laughs> yeah you can definitely say. Right. Yeah. We're having, you know, you just don't even know the struggle. <laughs> the opioid <laughs> epidemic is ravaging. Oh my god! Oh my god! I mean, have you seen just, Walking Dead? It was. It, it felt like it was mostly about the fact that, like, she was sad that. White is she people, pregnant? People I can't think just get to say whatever they want to say like they used to be able to. It's normally what it boils down <laughs> you know to. Right, I mean? right. It's sort of like, it's like yeah. we don't get to be racist anymore or insensitive or ignorant and just get away with it. <laughs> right. So essentially, you know? it was a temper tantrum because that's what ca- they throw temper tantrums when right. they're told you can't do something right, anymore. Right, so yeah. that's, And that's, that's what, what I mean. Yeah. It's like, and so I had to edumacate her a little bit <laughs> about mm-hmm. white privilege. And. And how did you go about this? Well, we started talking about white privilege, and I and I you was able to break her. down the history of white privilege and how that <laughs> sort of that why, you know, why she lives a middle class life today, and her right. her ancestors were given privileges. And first off, she know? talks for a living. I know. Well, that's the other thing. You know. Right. Well, she can have a middle class life with her intelligence level, right, exactly. which is privilege exactly. the whole time. Exactly. That's because if you were that dumb, yeah. There was no way you, you would get anywhere. We wouldn't be interviewing. Right, you. remember? I don't know. Like I think she was extremely smart. I'm joking. Don't <laughs> stare at me like that. Wow. Jesus. The, she was. the side no, eye I just got. She could have been incredibly smart because she might have lulled me into this conversation or somehow and now you're trapped. And now I'm having this. Co- I, I realized in the middle of it, I was like, this is either the best trap of like Wait. trying to ev- like get this kind of conversation out of me. Because it was suddenly I was like, oh, I'm talking about forced. Roseanne versus Bill right. Cosby, which is not what I expected to be talking about this morning. Do you guys remember that MTV show where it was claymation? It was celebrity fights. Celebrity death match. Celebrity death match. That's oh, what yeah. I want to see. Roseanne and Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be one if they that brought it back. That would be cool. That would yeah. be cool. Is it possible? Yeah. It was Sasha Baron Cohen. It could have been. I Holy, you know what? <laughs> and I, I'm not going to unzip the front I'm, of her I'm, I like it. I'm happy about that. Um, she was Why didn't you just leave? At any point, were you like, I'm going to get up and walk out of here? You know, this is the thing that I ask myself <laughs> a lot of times. Why don't I just leave? In yeah. hindsight. Um, in hindsight. And, and I have this impulse when faced with ignorance and racism to want to, like, educate people. Mm. And, and it's sometimes... My wife tells me Bless this all the time. She's like, she's like, you need to stop doing that. You just got to like walk away. So you can't fix you can't, stupid. You can't get into Twitter wars. You can't, you know, mm. like, and now social media now is crazy. Like, yeah. I, I've unfriended a lot of people because, but there's like a couple people that I keep as friends on Facebook just because they they say crazy, the crazy white, alt-right sort of stuff and I just get to sort of sometimes hear oh, what yeah. the other side is thinking a little bit like yeah. I feel like I feel like you kind of need to know <laughs> like, like that is, there's the real people process. out there because it's because I think for a lot of us sometimes it's like you do know that like like at this point like if you're still 100% supporting Donald Trump at this like like you're in s- some serious denial like yeah. like you're really got blinders like you've got an agenda that is so specific that you know, and you, and you kind of as as a, I want to say like as a, as a thinking person, kind of go like, how are 
how are people still there? On how board. are people are still on board? Like, yeah. it's got to cost you. Maybe maybe you feel like it's just saving face at this point. Like, I cannot give up. No, you know what I mean? at that it's point, like, you just got to go. It, it's it's like a Browns fan being like, we're going to yeah, win the Super exactly. Bowl every year. Yeah. No, yeah. you're just, not. It's just like being a Mets fan, die. you know? It's yeah. like, it's like yeah. it's a you just kind of stay with it. You I know? mean, before we even started to where we are, him saying that Obama was a Muslim Kenyan right. born well, that over, that should have been the disqualifier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At that point, if you were still hitching yourself Listen, to that wagon, so many you haven't passed the base level right. of right. the exactly. idiocy test. Right. So we can't have a serious conversation. I was there that night at the White House Correspondents' Dinner when Obama made fun right. of Trump. I was in the room. I wish I had done something about it right there. Can you take us uh, there for 10 seconds? Uh, oh, it was crazy. Because, you know, the funny thing was that that was the whole, that was when he was uh, claiming that Obama was not born here and, and Obama had just produced his birth certificate and a friend of mine had a copy of Obama's birth certificate and she got Trump to sign it. Oh. Trump to autograph it wasn't the original, obviously, but it Even was a still. copy. And I took yeah. a picture of it. It's, some, uh, it's somewhere on my phone. But like a, a picture <laughs> of Obama's birth certificate with Trump's that like, is, psychotic <laughs> signature. You know that signature that he has? Yeah. That signature is crazy. That's a, it's, that's like, it's a, a lie detector test. It is. It, it, yeah. it, right, right. It's, it's like you look at that and you go like, this person's a despot. This person yeah. right here, like, like I want to compare. I want to compare his signature to like Stalin and <laughs> Hitler's signature. <laughs> like, I bet you they all have those like crazy. Like, they all look ah, exactly ah, the same. Like, yeah. Did it's you like post? an earthquake. <laughs> like, there's an earthquake happening yeah. right now. Yeah. Right. Did you, you post know? this thing? Did you put oh, yeah, it up? I, I, didn't, I didn't post it. What? The time. That's I you could have stopped this. <laughs> what if people would have seen that and be like, I can't fucking follow this guy. He signed the birth certificate. in that room. If you would have, if you would have posted it to Facebook, all those white friends that you've kept that are crazy would have known <laughs> would have known yeah. exactly Ugh. I, mean, I can still post it I, it's Yo, not too late stop the second it. term it's not too late post it yeah before the midterms right <laughs> God. do what that Mueller was, uh, should not have done that was a crazy <laughs> that, was, that was the one Tell where it. I went to the White House Correspondents a couple of times and the first time um, so I had met Michelle Obama backstage at the Daily Show before Barack was president, right when he was still running. Mm-hmm. And was she just as cool? She was so awesome, and we had this like, little bonding moment, you know, where we were like, I was like, Michelle's my my BFF, like she's totally right, like, right. you know, and she was like, eh, and she gave me like a big hug, and she was like, you know, and I was like, Michelle loves me. Michelle yeah. and I are tight. Yeah. I get invited to the White House Correspondents' Dinner. I'm there. I go. You know, Michelle is a big fan of mine. Like, she loves me. Like, I'm, I'm feeling all good about myself. Right. So I go up, and, I, and of course, they're on the head table. Mm-hmm. And I walk up, and uh, I took, I had a friend with me. And I walk up, and, and she's there sitting at the head table. And I'm sort of, you know, maybe 100 feet away. And, no, not 100 feet, like 100 yards. And, and oh, t- 20 yards. And she goes, and, and she sees me. And, and I'm waving at her. And I'm like, <laughs> it's me, Michelle. It's your BFF. It's me. And she looks at me and she gives me the old, like, you know, I see you. Hey, what's up? Like, oh. you know, she gives me the whole, like, hey, what's yeah. up? You know, yeah. Like, click, click, like, <laughs> Same thing she gives to Same thing she gives to children. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So she's like, and I'm like chuffed. And I walk away from it going, yeah. Michelle and I are tight. Besties. And then I'm like telling everyone, like, Michelle Obama, we're so close. Like, I bet you, like, if, you know, we're going to have I, tea later. Yeah. Like, I bet you she'd invite me for dinner. Like, it's no, you know. Anyway, cut to the second. Next time I go back to the White House correspondent, which is the year Trump was there, uh-huh. and I go up 
<laughs> and I, I'm now with a, a a friend of mine, and I go, you know, Michelle, uh, let me tell you, like last year was here, she gave me the thing, let's go do it again. We walk back up. Now she's sitting there, I think it was Jay Leno or something, she was talking to Jay Leno. I can't catch her, atten- I can't catch her eye. She's sitting, and so my friend is like, look, she's not gonna look at you. She's, not, she's busy talking to Jay Leno. And I'm like, ah, and I, and I get really frustrated and this is, you can't see me, but I do a thing where I basically, I throw my hands in the air like, <laughs> like ah, forget it. Yeah. And I go, and I do that, and I turn around. And as I do that, my friend looks at me, she goes, oh my God, Barack just saw you and waved. Oh and no! And you went, <laughs> oh! And turned around. <laughs> Damn, oh, no. damn, just, damn! You just dissed the president. You just dissed the president. Did you try to, like, salvage it? <laughs> I don't know. Like, by that time, it was too late. I was like, okay. Now, now he thinks um, you're a Trump supporter. No. I hope you're happy. Damn it, man. Yeah. Wow. So that's, uh, but then I got to meet him later, so that was all right. Did you clear it up? I did. I, I <laughs> you, know, you don't have my. When, when I met him at a, a thing. He shook like I was my trying hand, to holler at your like, wife, and you <laughs> looked at me. And then you I'm looked sorry. at me, and it was this. The timing of it was so crazy. Like I was just like. Um, but anyway, yes. So, what do you want to talk about? The Daily Show. Let's talk about let's the, talk Daily about the Daily Show. Show. How, how you you enjoying your work on there? And I mean, well, you guys I, I haven't been stuff. on there in a long time. Yeah, you know, but I was on there for because you're doing riveting interviews with people. <laughs> I have Hulu, like so I'm just on the episodes. Oh, you're just on you the were. on the John Stewart episodes now. Yes. Okay, good. You yes. know, it's not a series; like you don't have to catch up. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it's yeah. not like, like different strokes. No, it's not like he's uh, wondering why he's getting Obama tent, updates. You know? Yeah. Like, Wait, I just want to be clear. So, Craig Kilborn left. Yes. Is that what happened? Uh, okay. Oh, shit. Right, what in the world? <laughs> I had no okay, idea. I'm glad I came to show Crap, there goes our research. <laughs> I'm like Trump talking about Frederick Douglass. He's doing wonderful things. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, I blew yeah. the interview. Sammy, you yeah. take over. No, 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 no. There's here. no coming back There's from that. No Let me back. just start crying. How did you enjoy your work? Well, editor, how did you enjoy your work on the Daily Show? Um, it was the most. It was an amazing time. You know, I was on there for ten years, and uh, so it just was a small, just a small blip in yeah, my career. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was a it was a uh, just an, like I got to work with some of the funniest, smartest people you know and and comedy writers and comedy people in the business so it was a real training ground for me just as a as a comedian and as a writer and you know and it was just the greatest thing and 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 it the the crazy thing was it almost never happened because i actually turned down the job when i was originally asked to audition for the daily show because so I, you know, I had a long sort of career as an actor. I'd done Broadway right. and theater and movies and all this stuff, which I continue to do uh, on The Daily Show. But so I sort of saw myself as, as you know, an actor. Mm. And, right. and then one day... It was day, below I, you? I, I, no, what, what happened... It w- so, like, I got the... My girlfriend and I had broken up a year earlier. I found out she got engaged. And that I was bitch. writing her a letter, uh, sort of, With maybe I was going to send it to her, maybe I was not going to send it. But it was basically like me purging all of my like stuff about the relationship. So I was in this really sad place. The phone rings. It's my manager, and they go, you have an audition for The Daily Show. This is all in my book, by the way. You can read it in the book, No Land's Man. 
yes. available wherever books are sold. Yes. Uh, plug. Anyway, so <laughs> I, I basically get this call from my manager. They're like, you uh, have an audition for The Daily Show. And I thought, oh, this is going to be one of these things where I go down there. And I'd done this thing on Jimmy Kimmel or Letterman where they basically were like, we want someone to do the voice of Saddam Hussein. Or we need oh, you to yeah. put on a turban and fly around on a magic carpet and pretend like, you know, I was like, oh, this is one of these stupid things. They right. pay you a couple of hundred bucks and you go home, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so I said, look, I'm in the middle of this writing this letter and I'm just really kind of purging a lot of sadness right now. And so I'm not really ready to do this. So can they no. see me tomorrow? Your agent is on the other phone <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck? Right, exactly. And I was like, I was like, look, I know what this is probably going to be. And so then they were like, let's get we're going to get more information. We'll call you back. They call me back. They're like, OK, it's for a correspondent and they're only seeing people today. So you either get in there before three o'clock today or it's or done. Out. Put on a suit by the time was about 20 blocks down the street. Go down. It's me, John Stewart, a couple of producers sitting in the audience. I walk in. John is like, hey, man, how you doing? You know, and he's like, he's like, so um, thanks for coming in. Uh, You know, and they had written this piece for a Middle East correspondent and they didn't have a Middle East correspondent. So they Mm. were auditioning people for this one piece that they were going to air that night. So why'd they audition you? So exactly, exactly. This is what I was thinking at the time. So I go down there and I'm like, oh, yeah, do it, fine, you know. And John's like, no, have you ever performed in front of a live audience before? Because he thought I was like a TV guy, mm. and I was like, dude, I was like, I've been on Broadway, like, relax. And, oh and so he was like, he big time. He was like, he was like, yeah. He was like, oh, Mr. Broadway. All right, <laughs> there we go. And so he's like, let's just go with it. And so. We did it, and I just basically did my best Stephen Colbert impression. <laughs> and John turned to me, and he was like, congratulations, welcome to The Daily Show. Oh, my wow. God. You're on the show tonight. Wow. He said, like, do you have plans tonight? And I was like, no. I got to finish my sad finish letter. letter. <laughs> At that point, I was like, well, I gotta, can I go home and finish my letter? And I'm like, but he was basically like, you uh, are going to be on The Daily Show tonight. And so then we did the rehearsal. I think that's your passport, which I'll gladly take. But oh, my God. I have to. This is where our country is now. Pickpocket. I have to carry my passport yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um, He's like, I am a citizen. <laughs> he um, smacked his no, interviewer earlier in the it face with it. I had this conversation with Maz Jobrani. Do you know Maz Jobrani, oh, yeah. comedian? Yeah. He was like, I take my passport everywhere. I never leave the house without my passport. <laughs> He's like, I'm fucking Iranian. I am not, <laughs> ah, not fucking without around. my passport. So, you know what I think would be a great addition to your book? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I would, uh, just hearing that story, I definitely want to read it. And I'm just learning to read, so this will yes, this will be great for you because it's written for me. in very big letters. You should do like they do with drunk history and uh-huh. narrate it, and then but do it drunk. Oh right. So because all I could see when you're saying I'm sitting here purging all of my feelings in this letter, and I get a call, all I can picture is you being like, "Not right now." Not, yeah, that <laughs> was basically it. I was like, "I'm in the middle of sadness right now. <laughs> I am purging sadness." <laughs> So if um, you could just put together no, a web series I know. of you well, drunk I did do the, I did. There is the audio book of my book, which is also available. But are you drunk? Audible. I'm not drunk. That's what I need. But I did. Uh, it was funny because they had me come in and do the audio book. And uh, I was like, I don't know why I was like big upping my own audio book. Because I was like, listen, I only have two hours. Okay, and I gotta get out of here. And it's your like, book, and I was like, "Why? Why am I? Why the fuck am I like doing that? Shortchanging my own book." So I'm in the thing, going, 
I can't get out of here in two hours. And I'm like speeding through it. And I'm like, okay, awesome. Wait, slow down. You don't need to do this. Yeah. This is your book. So then, so part of the book, uh, this is to say that part of the audiobook is very fast. And then oh. I slow down. <laughs> It's like the last page is normal speed, but the rest of it is. The rest of it is like double time. Um, But yeah, and so I did, oh, I was going to finish my Daily Show story. Mm -hmm. Like I basically am like, I I get the job and then we rehearse at 4.30. I go out to rehearse at 4.30. I look out in the audience and there's a couple of producers. And this is my first time there. I've never been there. I I see this guy. He's sitting in the audience. He's got a baseball cap on. And I realize it's Bruce Springsteen. Well. Sitting in the audience what? during rehearsal. Why is he there? Because he just happened to show up that day. What? And he was in town, and he was like, I'm coming to see The Daily Show. So, yeah, no pressure. I, no come pressure. Ba- I come backstage, there's all these like crew guys there. Did you like, realize who it was? Yeah, once I, I like recognized him in the middle of my rehearsal, oh. I recognize him, and I'm, oh. and I'm suddenly going, Fuck. Bruce Springsteen works at The Daily Show. Like, <laughs> Holy shit. I'm about to be working with Bruce Springsteen. Like, he's really not doing well. No, but like, he's an like, intern. <laughs> he's, a, yeah. he's an intern. The unpaid, <laughs> an unpaid intern. I was like, I come backstage, I say to the guys, hey, do you know that Bruce Springsteen is out there? And they're all freaking out. They're like, yeah, we know. We just came by. I was like, I was like, do you guys get celebrities like that all the time? And he said, no. He goes, last, you know, uh, what's her name? Um, Harry Potter woman was here last week, J.K. Rowling's, but nobody knows what she looks like. At least back then, nobody knew what she looked like. So he basically, but then Bruce Springsteen came backstage after the show, after my first time on The Daily Show, and shook my hand and said hi to me and told me I did a good job. And I told him, you're very good as well at what you do. <laughs> and so it was like the weirdest day. I, figu- I figured you would have gone. Psh! Yeah, I know. I yeah, know. when you got out of bed that morning. <laughs> Please. Yeah. When you got out of bed that morning, you had no idea. That morning, I was like, Any I'm writing a letter happen. to my girlfriend purging my like, you know, sad relationship. I'll tell you the fascinating. ended up on The Daily Show. The and then f- I didn't finish the letter because I was like, fuck her, I'm on TV now. <laughs> She'll find I, out. I'm, I've been on Broadway <laughs> and I'm on The Daily right, Show. Right. Here's the fascinating thing, though. This is just another, this is another in a line of stories about people that went out for <clears throat> things that mm-hmm. didn't, ca- I'm not going to get it, whatever, right. and then they get the yeah. show. Right. Yeah. We've had like a number of people come here and Last be like, week. I, who was that? Who, who do we, well, we had Ali. Ali Sadiq said that. Chris Red yeah. said that from from SNL, right? Yeah. Said he wasn't really. Yeah, thinking Chris Red said I didn't even want it. I was mad when I went to my audition. And well, yeah. I think here's the thing. I, I have a theory about that, and I think that it's sometimes when you don't care, is when you are free, creatively mm. to right. just be yep. funny and be free. Because when you want something so, like the jobs that I've always gone in, like I want this so bad, this will mm. be the most amazing thing. I choke because yeah. you put so much pressure on yourself. So I think yep. almost sometimes you have to trick. Uh, this is an old audition technique, which is you have to sort of trick yourself into yeah. like not caring mm-hmm. as much as you do care, because so then you will actually have the creativity and freedom to just make bold choices to go all or in. go all in or just yeah. be creative sense. and fun. Yeah. So basically, when I go for my extra role in a Bojangles commercial today, I don't care about is it. That what you're going I'm just going to be the best tailgater yeah. ever. Like, don't give yeah. a shit. <laughs> you extra number seven, I'm coming for you. You can start by eating some Bojangles, because that'll make you not care about anything else until you get it out of you. Well, here's here's the side note. Wait, you have to audition to be an extra? Yes. No. I swear. Why? Because this is, you this just is Charlotte. Like, you That's look why. like a tailgater. You just got to walk, you right? Just right. Like, uh, like I just walk in. I'm like, where's the beer? <laughs> You're hired. 
I'm actually going to go to the audition drunk, and then I'm not even acting. Then you're not acting. Then you're done. I've got, like, a chicken leg, and I'm hammered. Like, (laughs) How, like most people that eat Bojangles. Yes. So, uh, you have anything coming up you're excited about? Anything you want the people to know about? Um, Well, uh, I've got a couple of uh, auditions coming up. That, I'm <laughs> that you'd like the Damn people it. to know about? Is it a Bojangles <laughs> we, uh, extra roll? Um, we, we have actually, I can't, it, 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 I got a couple of things coming up. I can't actually talk about them because okay. they're not really done deals yet. But you right. don't care about so any of them, right? I don't care about them so much as that they, if they, yes, I do. I care about yes. them yes. a lot. But you can't, <laughs> you, I can't, I can't you can't give details. I can't give details, but we, I've, been, I've been out uh, pitching a couple of TV shows, so we've got one thing that, uh, is uh, hopefully uh, Apple is interested in it, and okay. so we're, we're well. That's a small company, so good. Yeah. I know, I, mean, I know, right? Ooh, yeah, nice. Um, nice. So we're, we're kind of we're kind of on that, and uh, I'm doing more writing, and I've I've got some writing stuff coming. I'm doing stand up all over the place and putting together. And this fall, I am going. Drum roll, please. Are we breaking? If news? you're in the New York City area, um, so I did a one man show 20 years ago called Sakina's Restaurant, which actually launched my career um, as an actor. And uh, we're doing a revival of it. That's awesome. Because this is the 20-year anniversary of that show. So we're going to be doing a revival of it this fall at the Mineta Lane Theater in New York. Whoa. uh, We're going to do a production of Sakina's Restaurant. How long is that going to run for? Four weeks. Wow. Uh, It runs from October 4th to November 4th. Wow. And so um, if you're in the New York City area and you want to come up okay, and see Okay, now, if I walk into the audience and I'm, like, trying to get your attention <laughs> and you don't shoot your little guns yeah, at yeah. me, we are not We're not friends, friends anymore. <laughs> and I will not and come I will back next year my and try it again. <laughs> awesome. Let, let's, let's cut to the chase. If I bring my wife up there, can we come backstage? Your wife can. No, I'm kidding. Oh. I don't know what that means. I don't even know why I said that. Shots fired. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> See, I just wanted the finger guns. You got actual shots fired. <laughs> yes. No, the, the great thing is that's the best part of doing a one-man show is because the, because the worst part of doing a one-man show is that the cast party is terrible. Oh. Right? And so, and so you want people to come backstage afterwards and hang out with you yeah. because you're all by yourself. There's all kinds of room. room. You don't know. Oh. So, okay, uh, I we'll make it a couple's trip. Let's make it a Let's couple's trip. You bring your, I'll bring, st- you bring I'm your in. wife. I'm in, I'm all in. Six of yeah. us. You bring the tailgater friends. Your yeah, tailgater the Bojangles friends, crew. The Bojangles crew. You bring. Uh, wife. I bring my wife. You bring your wife. And my, yeah. And, and, and yeah. You're all, we're all just. Will you bring your husband? I'm bring a lot of Bojangles food. Yes, and and we'll have a picnic. Chicken and, and beer. And back, Let's and do it. I love it. I'm, I'm, it I'm all yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. this is audio recorded, so you so know. We got so you're stuck with us. Ah, yeah. we might troll you if you don't live up to it. <laughs> um, no, there's no mic. <laughs> Where so can much. people follow you on on social on media? Social media, you can follow me on Twitter at Asif, just at Asif, A A S I F. Which when I first, so here's the thing, they told me that having my first name. I'm the only Asif that's just Asif on Twitter. Yeah. Damn, and the Twitter lucky. people were really excited about it. This was like 10 years ago right. or seven <sighs> years ago. And they were like, you don't understand. You have you just your name. It's just your first name, and that's it. There's no nothing else, and that's yeah. amazing. And I was like, what do I get? And they're like, nothing. <laughs> oh. And I was like, what do you mean? You that? So why am I excited it. about it? They're like, because it's really cool. Like it's really. And I was like, but what do I 
do I get? What do I get? What's the thing? And they were like, no, you don't get anything. Yeah. Did you, did you at least get a blue check mark? I got a blue check mark. Okay. I got no. a blue check mark. <sighs> but yes, yeah, so I'm at Asif on Twitter, and then I'm on Facebook and on Instagram. Asif what about Monby. your MySpace? What MySpace uh, is uh, Asif Monvi at MySpace. Okay. What else is there? I don't do the Snapchat. Live do you do the Snapchat? <laughs> I do. My 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 sixteen year old niece is trying to get me into the Snapchat, but I I've never been able. I don't know. She's just always snapping I do it on pictures and just yeah. and and I don't even know when it happens. Like what is? This is me being an old guy right now. Uh, like yeah. I'm basically like yeah. I don't understand what happens with Snapchat. Like you basically just take a picture of your it's nose for young kids. and you send it out with a filter of a cat on it. Right. Exactly. Uh, right. Yes. Cool. And yeah. so I don't do that. I don't do that one. So I basically do Twitter and Instagram, and you're welcome to follow me. Oh, I will. Yes, you okay. should. Pew, pew, pew. And uh, you can learn all about the my musings and goings on. Yes. And, you know, and I occasionally will just post pictures of me sitting in my apartment. Sounds good. The next time you have an interviewer cry, yeah. can you just awkwardly get a selfie of them crying with oh, you yeah. smiling? I just, I just, I should, you should have. That would have been Instagram gold. It would have been like I should have got a video of her just just saying all a that Snapchat. stuff. That See, a Snapchat. See, this is why you need Snapchat. This is what it is. Kinda That's what it's good for. Anyway, so anyway, oh, everybody, learn. come out this weekend to see us. If he's here all weekend, he's here to what? Uh, two shows Friday night, two, two shows, shows Saturday night. The show comes out uh, Friday, July twenty seventh. So twenty seventh and twenty eighth of July, twenty eighteen. If you're listening to us in the future, because it, yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. be out there forever. So, right. so July twenty seventh, yeah. twenty eighteen, we did the four amazing shows. If you're listening to us in the future, That's right? Yes, and you missed them. Yes, indeed. Because, uh, or maybe you didn't. But if you did miss them. And uh, too bad. It is what it is. It is what it is. Thanks, thanks again Thank for you. coming by. Much continued success. We'll be right back. Some great shows coming up at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina over the next several weeks. Will Jacobs. Yeah. Good shows coming up. Asif Manvi, you just heard from him. He'll be here uh, tonight. Friday, July 27th, 2018. Saturday, July 28th, 2018. Two shows each night. We'll tell you how to get tickets for those shows. Super funny. You already heard that. So great. Yeah. Just just everything you really wanted Asif Manavi to be. He is. It's yes. just great. Uh, as we also mentioned, the uh, special event showcase from NBC, from Stand Up NBC, the comedy competition. Uh, so Sunday night, uh, that's coming up. Will Jacobs, you, you're going to be in it. I, I got this. You got this. I got this. I'm going to, after this spot, we'll pray. Yeah. Together. <laughs> um, coming up in August, uh, there's some pretty good stuff coming up in August as well. Sam J coming up uh, in August, the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th of August, actually. Rick Gutierrez, August 7th. Uh, Donnie Baker, YouTube star Donnie Baker, <laughs> August 9th, 10th, and 11th. Uh, Funny on the Fly, a stand-up edition, August 12th. Uh, Bob Saget, our good buddy, first guest ever in the podcast. Oh, man. Back in town, August 17th and 18th. Orny Adams. Now, you re- you might remember Orny Adams. Yeah. From uh, Jerry Seinfeld's movie Comedian. That's he right. was kind of the, the bad guy in that movie, really. Kind of came across not very well. So you're going to remember him, Orny Adams, in town. Uh, that's August 23rd, 24th. Talented, though. I remember from that. Dude is funny. And 25th, also uh, the 26th, an all-improv, on the schedule anyway, we're still working out the details, an all-improv version of Funny on the Fly. So local improv comedy groups coming up and doing 
sketches based on the topics that will show up on the on the TV monitor. So that should be kind of fun. That's gonna like flip your brain around. And then uh, the weekend after that, last weekend in August, Carlos Mencia, Carlos Mencia comes back. All right. So a big month of August coming up. All also, right. Need to let you know about the Queen City Comedy Experience, which is the uh, comedy festival coming up the uh, 27th, 28th, and 29th of September. Yeah. At uh, Blumenthal. Um, at their uh, uh, collection of theaters and uh, gallery spaces and stuff. Um, all kinds of great stuff. Headliners include Jay Farrow, mm-hmm. include uh, 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 Janine Garofalo, uh, wow. uh, Randy Rainbow will be here. Uh, he just had a Donald Trump YouTube video go super viral about a week ago. So he will be here. And then also uh, local comics, other comic shows, improv groups, all kind of su- cool stuff going on. Funny on the Fly that Saturday night, the 29th. And then a live recording of the Comedy Zone podcast on the 26th. So you can find out more. Everything you need to know. 50 bucks, I believe it's 50 bucks, gets you into the entire festival, including Jay Farrow. Uh, including Will Jacobs. Including I will Will be, Jacobs. Yeah, You're going to be, be a part of the festival as well, yeah. Uh, so uh, the I believe the complete schedule and uh, tickets on sale now at BlumenthalArts.org. That's at BlumenthalArts.org. So you can find out more stuff uh, that you need to know about that festival at BlumenthalArts.org. Call the uh, Comedy Zone box office for tickets to the Comedy Zone, 980-321-4702, CLTComedyZone.com, the website for all the dates and details. As for the show, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Google Play Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, Laughable, the Laughable app, which is still really cool. Search for any comic you like. Every podcast that comic's ever been on will pop up. It's really cool. So the Laughable app, we're on there as well. Will Jacobs, your social media? Yes, it's I am Will Jacobs at Twitter and Instagram. Comedian Will Jacobs, please come out, like my fan page. Well, you don't come out to like my page, but <laughs> go in the house and, and well, you have your phone anywhere. You can be yeah, out or just, in, really. Just, but just uh, yeah, like my fan page, Comedian Will Jacobs on Facebook. The website is I am Will My wife is running that now. Which means it will be updated. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about it too. I yeah. can't wait to see what she does. Uh, so yeah, that's how you can get in touch with me. Uh, so Sammy Joe Francis uh, is at Sammy on air. That's Sammy with an I. S A M M I. Don't even think about putting a Y on the end of that, Sammy. Uh, S A M M I on air. I'm at NC Balto 72. Whatever. Uh, we talked about the show. We talked about the thing and the stuff, and uh, we're good. Peace out. Welcome back, Comedy Zone Podcast. Shouts out again to Asif for coming in and having a good time. And woo. he was, you know, we got to talk with him a little bit about that interview Ooh. ahead of time. He, he had already, I'm sure he and Mike had talked about it on the way here. He was on the phone when we got here. He, he was on the phone with his wife talking about it. Then he talked to me about it. Then he talked to you about it. And then yeah. he started to talk to Sammy when she got here and then got to tell a story. So he had kind of talked it through, I think. And mm-hmm. But that's some weird stuff. Yeah. Speaking of weird stuff, uh, you also had your own little kind of awkward experience. Not that level of awkward, of course, but one of those no, yeah. kind of things. So I've been working at this company for over a year now. Uh, this company's office uptown. So, would you like to give us the name of the company? No, nah, so <laughs> there's a there's a bullpen area where like everybody kind of works. So there's you know an area of programmers and and uh, um, the marketing folks, which is me, 
and then some other stuff who do some other folks who do some other things. HR is in this big area. Um, and then, uh, there are the merchandise people who, who also sit kind of in this area. So there's like, there's six desks and there's, I'm kind of with the merchandise people and one of our graphic artists. So, um, the person who sits kind of across from me, but sort of kitty corner, um, we, I had sat down and she was walking in um, and she's super sweet and super nice. And, 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 and she said, you know, good morning, Brian, like really like chipper. And I said, good morning, Emily mm. Mm. worked there for a year sat the, mm. the basically kidding corner. We did a presentation together mm. at our all company meeting last December. Um, her, 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 her name is not Emily. Um, is it close? It's Erica. Uh, so it starts close. with no. It starts with an E. What does she say, Erica? <laughs> it's Erica. It's Erica. Motherfucker. She she was super sweet about it because immediately I caught my mistake. I was like Emily. Well, I don't even know anyone. Erica. Haha. I kind of left it off. Hold on. You immediately caught it, as in you caught it before she caught it. No, I I suspect we caught it at the same time. <laughs> but she verbalized it first. No, I did. Oh, you did. Yeah. Okay, so, so you said it, and then you were like, "Oh my god, I mean, Eric. yeah." Like, what? What? Why would I? I don't even know anyone named Emily. <laughs> so, why? Where did Emily come from? So what did she say? What did you say? She, said? she just, oh, you can call me anything. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, wait till she. She's very sweet, but she went home probably and yeah. cursed her husband. To, oh, you know, to her oh, husband oh yeah. yeah. She was like, yeah. you know, this <laughs> tall motherfucker. I've known him for a year. <laughs> what if I called him Ryan? <laughs> but yeah, Emily. <laughs> Emily. Shouts out to Emily <laughs> and all the Ericas, whoever you are. Who've ever been confused for Emilys? It may go both ways. We don't know. Why? Where? Where did that come from? I've had some instances, like you know, I know I'm not getting any younger. I get it, but I've had in- instances of things that I used to remember. Mm. Like it's always like useless stuff. I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm a bottomless pit of useless information. Yeah. Right? So who was in what movie and what year and who did and wrote this script and songs that did this and and I'm noticing that I'm remembering less and less of that stuff now. Damn, yeah. Which is Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense. I mean, I'm in my early 50s. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense that you know, some of that ram will will just go away. Yeah. You know, but it's still kind of weird. And then I wonder about, you know, I mean, I played football for 10 years. Oh, shit. You know, I don't think, I don't think it's related. You know, I, I, you know, I don't have the depression. I don't have a lot of the, you know, of the other symptoms, certainly that, you know, a lot of these guys are going through, but it's a, I mean. Do you ever ever have any concussions? I think, I mean, at the time. You didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to that, you know. Oh, you know, you got your bell rung, mm. take a playoff, and get back out there. Mm. I think I had two, probably, mm. that I'm that I'm aware of. Yeah. Um. But I don't necessarily know for sure because they just weren't, you know, they weren't diagnosed at the time. You, you know, you shook it off, you rubbed some dirt on it, and you went right back out there. Mm. Um. So it's it, it's it's I don't I don't think. Mm-hmm. But you don't, yeah, you don't know. But it's just stuff I used to remember easily. Yeah. What, what sorts of things? Just um, you know, like I said, just like actors 
name. Again, just useless stuff that I don't need. But it's stuff that I used to just be able. Oh yeah, you know, so and so did this movie in that year, and you know, it, it was written by. And now I'm like, who's Ben Affleck? I don't know who that is. <laughs> you know, it's, you know. Man, I, yeah, it's 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 weird losing your memory, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm losing my memory. Oh, I think there's I think there's <laughs> <Oops>. just <laughs> I think there's just little bits and pieces of things I used to remember. Yeah. You know, or maybe it's just stuff I just. You know, that's now, not losing your memory. Well, uh, uh, oh, that's losing your memories. That's yeah. losing some memories. I think it's. I think it's more like, uh, maybe this is maybe as you get older, you realize that there's little value in remembering that sort of thing. Yeah, and especially you know now that we have the internet, mm-hmm. you know, I can't remember anybody's phone number. I can't remember anybody's address. Yeah, I can because it's all right here. It's all there. You know. So I think we're, I think probably our brains are are, are evolving mm-hmm. to remember the things that really matter to us, mm. and just knowing that the things that don't matter, like who who played what character in what movie, is all right here. Okay. I don't need to remember that crap anymore. Yeah. So that's I see that. I prefer I prefer that explanation over CTE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna roll with that one then. Yeah. yeah we're yeah. gonna we, we're gonna like roll that with that one. Uh, oh, we we uh, football training camps yes. have started. They're open. I tell you right now, I like the Lions' offensive line improvements. I think this year will be better. I do. So they'll be nine and seven. I think y'all could go ten and six. In that division, I know. Uh, yeah, your division is 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 tough. <laughs> Maybe nine and seven, but it'll be a respectable nine and seven. Yeah, they'll be a respectable eliminator from the playoffs. And the I'm just saying, 50. I've been. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man, I, I'm trying to be positive. No, it's listen. I appreciate it. I'm just saying your offensive line is better. That should look better. Yeah. And it should keep uh, Stafford alive, which is well, they which got matters. That, they got that center in the first round. Yeah. So that- <laughs> <sighs> and they got dude from the Patriots, right? Uh, the the coach. Yep. Yep. Well, and yeah, the line the coach. Didn't they get a Didn't they give a free agent contract yeah, to I Nate Soldier so. or something? Yeah. Yeah. They did. You're right. Yeah. Yep. So we'll see how it goes, but you know. You know me. I mean, Eagles fan. We yep. the champs. You know, not much to say really. We returning everybody, and we got a bunch of guys coming back from injury, which should make our team better than it was even last year. So, fly Eagles, fly. You know the rest. <laughs> so, you're good for like the next five years, right? I mean, like a Super Bowl champion team is like, you know, no matter what happens, you know, you can get frustrated with them. You expect good things, obviously, coming off a championship. But mm-hmm. like, if they, if they get a round or two into the playoffs, is it a disappointment now? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> a round or two in the playoffs. Man, Super please. Super Bowl or bust. Nah, we the new Patriots, bro. <laughs> okay. That's the expectations immediately. Just Can I just say that's what the Seahawks thought, too? Man, look, <laughs> I ain't from Seattle, okay? I don't know what they did wrong. But I'm telling you, we got a franchise quarterback Backed up by a Super Bowl MVP, okay? The only people we lost were LeGarrett, Blunt, and some other dude I don't even remember. We returning everybody. And we got Darren Sproles coming back from injury. Jason Peters coming back from injury. Jordan Hicks coming back from injury. Sidney Jones coming back from injury. We got so many 
studs coming back healthy. And Michael Bennett we brought in. Mike Wallace we brought in, who's a up, who's an upgrade over Torrey Smith. Okay? We got Jay Ajayi back for another season. We returning everybody, man. This division is ours. We are the prohibitive favorites to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Case closed. Enough said. All right. I would agree with you about the division. I think because the Cowboys are meh. And the Redskins are meh. I think the Giants are probably your biggest uh, obstacle to winning the division. I'm sorry, I dropped the mic. (laughs) (laughs) My bad, I didn't hear any of that. What did you say? You said there's some threats or something? No, I think the Giants are your biggest threat within the division. Cowboys are blah and the Redskins are blah. Yeah, I mean the Giants. So, I like the improvements they made. They've made that, so, yes, that, yes. The Giants uh, Shaquan Barkley's a stud. What's his name? Shaquan. You want to take the edge shot? It's Saquon. Is Barkley. it Saquon? Okay. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. That's sorry. Shaquan is uh. Well, I've never heard of a Shaquan. Matter of fact, he might. He's only Saquon. So, but I know it's definitely Saquon. I'm sure there's a Shaquan somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It's probably I'm yeah, yeah, it's probably Shake Mom somewhere. Uncle's name was, you know, Shane. Aunt's name was Quan. All right. So uh that we we oh oh can we, I just gotta take a second to, yeah. to mention one more thing before we go. Uh for those that don't know, R. Kelly, the Pied Piper of absolute nastiness and triflingness released an album not an album but a single called I Admit now a lot of y'all are familiar with the allegations that have followed him for a bunch of years now about his sexual contact with underaged girls pedophilia he had a video where he was peeing in a little girl's face Okay, uh, that everybody saw. And he releases this song called I Admit. Mm-hmm. And it's 19 minutes long. Mm. First of all, if you got 19 minutes worth of shit, you got to admit, you don't need to be nowhere singing. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be somewhere giving out kidneys and helping build houses. Right. Okay, you shouldn't have time to sit in the studio if you got 19 minutes worth of regrets. It's one song that's 19 minutes. Think if you admitted everything that you did wrong to cleanse your spirit. You going for night? Are you going for five minutes? Two and a half. Two and a half minutes max. Wrap it up. 19 minutes. Have you heard this? Have you listened? In fairness, it was 10 minutes of woo There was a lot of those. <laughs> okay. But go ahead. What were you saying? Have you listened? Have you, have I, you I, I, did, I admit I listened to the whole thing. Did he admit to anything? No. Here's what he did. He admitted the shit I don't care about. Like, he admitted that he can't read. Okay. I was at the Grammys, and the thing came up, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I couldn't read. I was a literate. Is he the I believe I can fly guy? Yes. I believe I can read. 
<laughs> I believe. Yes, this is what he did. So he was saying stuff like that and speaking in these sort of nebulous kind of terms where he's not really saying anything specific. I, I and then he and then he says <clears throat> at one point in the song, uh, "I got women living with me." Hugh Hefner does the same thing. They don't say nothing about him. Uh, first of all, at the Playboy Mansion, number one, people was always there. It was constantly celebrities at the Playboy Mansion. Women come and live at your house right. and their families don't see them again. Right. There's, a, there's a difference between living with me right. and being held captive. And being held captive. <laughs> Ain't nobody got no allegations about Hugh Hefner. None of the girls that live there. The families of the women that live in your house say that they the daughters left and they have not heard from them. And then they one girl released a video talking about I'm okay. He's not harming me. There's nothing wrong going on here. And you can see a shadow of him in the background waving his hands. Like that's enough. Shut up, bitch. You done already said too much. It's right there on the tape. But he admit. And so so what he did was he admitted to a bunch of bullshit, never copped to the real stuff, and then spent seven to eight minutes playing the victim. My own community didn't support me. (laughs) Shit like Chicago's supposed to have my back, but when I turned around, where you at? Shit like that. Woo-hoo. Is this a career-ending move for R. Kelly? Nah. No? Nah, his, listen. It, at this at this point, R. Kelly supporters are like Trump supporters. They've already proven there's nothing you can do to get them to leave. Yeah, right. Like at this point, with R. Kelly, if the pissing in the girl's face, if him releasing an album called Age Ain't Nothing But a Number, if him marrying Aaliyah when she was underage, if all the girl's parents making the allegations against him, if none of this makes you go, you know what, let me hit the pause button on my fandom of that dude, then ain't no shaking them loose. Yeah, That's it. Yeah. So they're not going anywhere. So he ain't going to gain no more, and he ain't going to lose none. Did he bury, like, the good stuff, like the good admissions, the good confessions? Did he bury them at the end, just, you know, assuming that... It wasn't no good. Com- no good. one was going to... So what? not like, I did this stuff, and I like peanut butter and jelly, and, nah. and I'm the victim, and oh, by the way, I peed in a girl's face. <laughs> as, nah, as, he as the music face. And I peed in a girl's face. Nah, he didn't do that. He should have did that. That's what I would have done. Because nobody's going to listen past minute eight, right? I mean. I cannot read. And I'll be the nigga like that. Woo-hoo. Minute 18. I'll be the kidnap. He said, hold on. Play it again. <laughs> No, fade P more. Fade, fade. <laughs> Let me hear it again. That's it. That's it. Hey, uh, R? Yeah. Uh, we didn't quite hear that last part. We want to just make sure that you maybe taking a little more air before you sing that last part and make sure that we can. Yeah. That we hear everything. I got you. Try okay. it again. <clears throat> 
I looked at the Grammy screen and I couldn't read. And I said, oh, my, who look at me? Everybody knows that I've made a mistake or two or three. But I'm a man and you can't continue to attack me. I love the black community. But when I went through my problems, they turned their back on me. What's a brother supposed to do in a world like this? And I'm feeling another thing. <laughs> oh, woo-hoo. No. <laughs> Uh, R. Kelly. We'll see you next week. The Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. 